Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out a Woke and Bake slash streaming service and chill. And today, we are sitting down with the one and only DJ Savvy. Now, DJ Savvy is a producer slash DJ based out of Anchorage, Alaska. And this is more of a getting to know Savvy than an actual interview with him. I would also like to point out and make note for the record that this conversation occurred at around 1.30 in the morning. So I am not, uh, I'm not all there if I'm going to be keeping it a buck with you fine folks. I was definitely not all there. I was having a great time in the interview. That being said, it was 1.30 in the morning when we recorded this, and it's like 5.49 in the morning right now. I'd also like to point out today is election day, and this podcast was recorded a few days before election day. So, that being said, I would like to take time to acknowledge that this is in fact election day and whether or not you vote is up to you and who you vote for is 100% up to you and I can't fault anyone uh, for not wanting to vote for President Trump and you certainly can't fault anyone for not wanting to be uh, a person who voted for Joe Biden. That's why we have third and fourth party candidates including the Libertarians and the Green Party but I just wanted to share this on election day if you listen to this before election day so that you understand that I understand it so that we are clear that Kamala Harris became the vice presidential nominee because she has a long-standing relationship with big tech going back to her time as the attorney general in the state of California. As a candidate, she's always been able to count on them for stupid amounts of money and donations to campaigns and that sort of thing. I want you to think about that this morning, right? Internet censorship has become a very real thing over the last few months. There were no problems with you sharing information regarding Trump's taxes, even though the information was stolen. Hunter Biden's laptop, the argument is made that the information was stolen, and that is why you could not share any of the articles that the New York Post wrote. It's because allegedly Trump, or Hunter Biden's laptop was stolen, and because it was stolen, uh, Twitter would not let you share any stories on the topic. Now, as far as Hunter and his laptop, I know we're not voting for Hunter. We're voting for his dad. However, Hunter is a security person. Listen, I'm proud of the guy for shacking up with super hookers. And as the son of the uh, vice president of the United States, he should really be all about that hookers and blow life. However, as the son of the president, it reeks of blackmail and corruption and things you could get extorted for. So, uh, you know, vote how you're going to vote. But please know that if you are on the side of freedom, then voting for a man who has a foot and a half in the grave and a vice presidential candidate who is in debt to the big technological corporations really isn't going to make anything better. Or maybe it will. I could be uh, 100% of a fear monger, and that could be me. That could just be my lot in life and my sad, pathetic back. All right. 
We are moving on. We're moving on with Savvy. Savvy, by the way, does not endorse any of this. He wanted to point out to you that Trump mentioned uh, fans, uh, windmills, causing cancer. I included a link to that description. That didn't make it. I didn't know that. That wasn't a thing that I had heard uh, President Trump say. Um, he said something along those lines. Anywho, the link is in the description. Now, before I dip out of here, I have to give a very solid shout out to the day one supporter of this podcast, Mr. Brandon Miller and his gym, Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive, behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. The gym is open. 24 hours a day and for those of you that were wondering hey is Brandon ever going to do that super duper sweet ass PFD special where it was like $500 for a full year membership yeah yeah he's doing that right now so call 907-953-4720 to get in on that uh, that iron asylum well it was PFD deal but we keep losing money on the PFD deal. So it's whatever whatever that $500 deal was, go see Brandon. All right, give him a call, 907-953-4720. The address again, 35165 KB Drive. That is behind Save You More. All right, now we are off to the podcast. Get out there, kick today's ass. Do not let it kick yours and have fun because if you are not having fun, then what's the point? Thanks for the invite. I'm a big fan of your podcast, and I like everything you do. I like your taste in music, and I like your uh, your point of views. I, I, I like I like all that stuff. I'm a fan. I I thank you very much. It's that's really cool of you to say. Um, uh, we like your music right now. We just got done talking about uh, the the uh, the record with uh, with Jay Reader. We'll we'll get to all that. Talk. We can talk about all of your music. We can talk about the importance of something like sassy justice, and man, there's a there's a lot going on, especially running up into uh, to election day. Did you see that um, President Trump got an endorsement from uh, Lil Wayne? Yes, I did see that. Well, I always knew. I always. I'm a. I grew up on Lil Wayne. I don't never met him personally. I know a couple people that I know that my father knows that knows Lil Wayne personally. And I've always knew he had those views. You know, I always knew he had those views. Little Wayne's not the biggest. I'm a Little Wayne fan of him musically, but like in interviews and everything, you can see he has those point of views. Like, I'm not surprised by it. Well, I remember he was he was telling a story about he uh, when he was a little boy he'd shot himself and how a officer saved his life. And so yeah, he has. And I mean, absolutely, the man is 100% allowed to have whatever views he wants on anything in the world. This is America. That's the beautiful thing about our country. We don't have to agree on anything. It's just weird that that the dude that popularized codeine syrup is hanging out with the president when we're still figuring out our our opioid epidemic. it, it, that is true, but it's also like this is a dude that's been screwed over thirty years by Birdman from bad contracts, yeah. and he 
working with a guy that literally wants to screw like that's that's king of bad contracts. <laughs> like I, I understand like rich people not wanting to pay more in taxes, but and I I completely understand that, but the the the, the amount that Biden wants people to pay in taxes is like only a couple percent. And plus like who do you think poor people are going to rob or, or like kicking their doors when they can't feed their family? Like 90% of the country is not cool with living in poverty or check to check. So who do you think these people are going to flip out on when things get worse? And it's not going to be, poor people are not going to rob their poor neighbors. No, no, you, 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 you've already robbed. I mean, you're, you're already where you're at. I mean, it's not, why would you? Um, but but the other side of that, I think, um, see, I don't, I don't think that, I don't, I think things are going to get better. I really do. Um, I've said from I've said since March that I really do believe that when this is done, you're going to see a rebuilding of infrastructure. You're going to see your your every every fault in our gigantic bureaucracy has had a had a spotlight pointed on it. Right? We see uh, we see our health uh, infrastructure is garbage, as uh, Nems would say, garbage. Um, we've seen that uh, there are. There's a lot of missing money. Like there's a lot of things that got a lot of money over the years. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, we got a soundtrack. All right, no, keep the music playing. This no, is your I'm, music. We can have a soundtrack. No, no, man. I've been, I'm, I'm quarantining right now. So I've been around someone that tested positive for okay. Corona 19. So I'm gonna be locked in my room, just making beats. And um, my bad for interrupting. I just have, I'm, I'm just, you know, my bad for interrupting. <laughs> What you got going on? But I do agree with the things are going to get better. You know what I mean? You can only get better from how bad it's getting. I don't think we haven't had a... I know America has had incompetent presidents on Democrat and Republican side, but this is like... I, you know, and I have... I'm going to be real with you. Like, I personally, like, my dad's a Republican, my mom's a Democrat, so I have strong Republican views and strong democratic views. Me, I'm a person, I'm independent, but it's hard, you know, all morals aside, just like off logic, like it's hard to co-sign the guy that thinks wind is causing cancer. Well, if it's a nuclear wind. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like, you know, it's also, it's like you know what I mean. Like, do you believe? Like, it's hard. It's, it's it's just it's just it's just a hard time right now. Like in in America. So, but anyway, it's off politics. What have you heard from me that you like? Um. So I heard the Duckman joint. What I'm really excited about because um I thought Jay Reader, Jay Reader's album, um uh, the, the the joint with uh, in me not on me, which by the way, such a cool video. Um, I, I think that like when I look, when I, when this is all done and we're able to leave our house again, I I think that uh, him not being able to tour for that record, um, is going to be one of the shittiest things about COVID. Man. Oh my God. That's, that is like affecting so many artists. Mm. It's affecting so many artists right now. But it's been a beautiful thing for producers because 
producers are uh, producers and beat makers are in demand so much because so much content is getting created on the internet and they need beats. A hundred percent. If you've listened to the difference in the podcast over the last uh, couple of months, um, I've started laid off using my own production, my own beats uh, for the intro. And I've been relying on, on like Skatey or um, like other producers just because there's so much good shit out there. And like, if I, I feel like my occupation at this point is to share good shit I come across. And so you have, I, I like a lot of stuff that you share and it's just not, it's just not, oh, this is what's popular at the time. It's like, I like this because it's dope for this reason. And I respect that. So what got you into production? What made you want to travel down that path of, of creativity? Oh, man. I was, I was a horrible rapper, like a straight horrible rapper. I'm sure was like trash. And, uh, I had a homeboy named MJ and he was from the East side and he made beats and rappers would come through and buy him beats all the time. And I started making beats and I, I sucked for it for a long time making beats. One day I got into a lot of trouble and I lost everything doing a lot of dumb shit. And I had to move to my back in with my parents. And, um, I had a cousin call me from Atlanta and he was doing security for a couple of rappers and shit like that. I've never had a placement before. And um, he was like, you should get back into making beats again. And I blew him off. I completely blew him off. Then my mom came downstairs uh, and she gave me a computer. And she was like, you know what? You was really nicer and you was happier when you was making music. And I made a beat. I made my first beat, then I sent it to him. And I got my first placement with this guy named Transley. And sorry, the kid hopped on it. And I produced for a little bit for Transley after that. But that was like the first thing into it. I didn't get paid for that. But I saw other people that hit me up and started getting actually paid for beats. And um, that made me stick to it. And I just fell in love. I've always been in love with music, but I fell in love with the production side. So I kind of just went hard with that for uh, a couple years and uh, got really popular locally for making beats. And and from a couple cats in Atlanta making beats and just continuing my journey. See, I'm more familiar with with some of the the, the recent stuff that you've posted. I'm not familiar with the the uh, the Atlanta music. Um, have you been Have you been able to make it down there to see the influence that your music has had? And and actually, how much better question for you? How much has the music of Atlanta influenced your own sound in Alaska? Um. A couple years ago, I went down to Atlanta and I tried to pitch a couple of my beats to studios and, I, and I, it went horrible. Like the quality wasn't right. Like you could tell like these guys quality is more serious. Last time I went to Atlanta, I went to a family reunion and I also met up with Duck down there and I brought my computer and my cousin, he knew some couple of spots so we can go to rappers need beats and I played my beats and um uh, they was really fucking with them. I got a lot better. The quality was a lot better. Like, I didn't feel like I just got like outshine like last time. And um, I met up with a, a guy named Wi-Fi and he produces for Chameleon. Uh, I think Chameleon, the girl that makes the song Twerk On Me. And okay. we done a couple beats together, but like Atlanta influenced my music because when I went to the club, just to see like how girls move to the 808, how people move to the 808 
how uh how drums are set up and I try to like mimic what they do and put my own twist on it, but just to see how people move. It Atlanta does definitely uh affect me and it's helped my production a lot. And I, I like to see like the hungry producers and what they make and what the clubs play. It's very inspiring. So when you say Atlanta production to me, um but the, immediately, I, I think Dungeon. The, these are just what pops in my head: uh, Dungeon Family, Goody Mob, uh, obviously Outcast, um, um, Cool Breeze, of course, Witch Doctor, uh, Big Rube, um, all of those guys. Uh, of, of course, of course, Killer Mike. Um, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about um, what people are listening to right now. Like if you were. If I were telling you I'm going to Atlanta, who should I who should I listen to to, to prepare my soundtrack? Who would you recommend? Rod Wave, Little Baby, um, this guy named uh, Lil Soldier, spelled L U H, um, Soldier. Um, they play him a lot in the club. Uh, like I said, Rod Wave and Little Baby. Who else would they play? Gunner. They played a lot of Gunner in the club. They play a lot of Kevin Gates. In the club too, and they and I surprisingly, well, I'm not surprised, but they still play Jeezy Thug Motivation one on one in the club. Like it just dropped uh, last week. Like a lot of the pit neighborhoods I went to, hearing cars driving drive by, young cats, old cats, they still play that. Play a lot of uh, Ti in the club. They play a lot of Two Chains. Um, that's what I was hearing when I was in Atlanta. They play a lot of Cardi. They play a lot of. Uh, Mulatto. Mulatto is one that they play in the club. Uh, and I was very surprised about the mount that they play in the club. And I'm a fan of her music too. But uh, I didn't know so many people was on to her like that. But uh, yeah, that's about the people that I would recommend like anybody to check out when they went to Atlanta like tomorrow. Okay. Um, this is where the, like, the fun part of this is, is now I've got to go back and I've got to like research and I got to put the links down below. Man, you, 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 your Instagram friend, I'll send you a link to all that's, that stuff. That's wonderful. By the way, I've got to, Savvy, I've got to introduce you uh, to my friend Jacob, a.k.a. Siri. He is my fact checker. When I, I can go off on a tangent and I might say something crazy, but he'll fact check it to see if I'm right or wrong. Um, oh, you need guys. Everyone needs one of those guys. In the you, yeah, you have, you have to have that friend that's going to, like, try and keep you out of trouble. Um, someone, someone who loves you enough to, to like not let you go too far. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like a lot of celebrities and a lot of just normal people are missing that thing, missing that type of person in their life. Cause so many people want to be concerned. So many people want to be surrounded by yes men and, um, that can really damage you. And one of the things I love about working at, um, Sule's um, studio taking my beats there he always gives me a harsh opinion and when my stuff wasn't that good he may gave me that harsh opinion and made my stuff get better to make people buy my stuff so that's one reason I like working that's one of the studios I go to in town as fire fire music studios because I, there's a there's a group of producers there and you hear like all the local producers and it makes you inspire like to step your shit up so you got to keep that around Absolutely. I mean, steel sharpens steel. Uh, this weekend, we've got uh, Victor Rodriguez. He is uh, the AFC's 135-pound uh, champion. He is making his debut in the UFC uh, UFC Fight Night. Anderson Silva's retirement fight, fighting Uriah Hall. Um, and 
you, he, I've, I've seen that man grind away in the gym. Like I understand, I, I have a, a great deal of appre- uh, appreciation for uh, spending time to work on your craft. I, so you know, I, I appreciate that. Like you're, you're putting in the miles, you're, you see where you're going. You're creating your roadmap to get to the place where you want to go. Um, and that it's, it's a beautiful thing. It definitely, man. Thing it adds to it adds to the character of what you're doing. So, what tracks have you heard from Duckman that I produced, and have you heard anything from Reader that I produced? No, I just saw the thing on your Instagram where it was like da 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 da, and it was like seven or eight tracks for like uh, a Reader savvy yeah. mixtape or something like that, and I, and I was like, that I want to hear. There's like there, and and again, it was just the one uh, duck joint that you sent me off of the new record. Like that's the only thing I've heard. And then the stuff that you upload to Instagram, occasionally you'll put up links to like different stuff. What song do you like? Da, 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 da. You and uh, um, Mario's another one that, uh, that does that. Um, and, I, and I like that. As a fan, I get to kind of, um, or even like um, um, just the producer putting up like just little little bits of something. Um, so uh, Jacob uh, up here, Siri uh, does music as well. Um, he does really, really cool, like, I don't know, more trip hop production, if anything, just weird instrumentation, cool instrumentation. I like it. Yeah. I like, a. there's a, I mean, I, I travel to a lot of places and hear a lot of producers and like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an arrogant dude. I'm not, I'm not a cocky dude. I'm a very humble dude, but I, I'm trying to be honest. There's a lot of places I don't travel to, I travel to where I'm not it's hard for me to get impressed by producers, but Alaska surprisingly has some of the, I think personally, if any, if any artist breaks out here, I think we have some of the best producers in, in, in America. Cause like Agreed. it's so diverse. And I'm just listening at this, this listening to ducks tape and all yeah. the Alaskan producers on it. It was like that, that level of production just from a, a local scene was to me was amazing. Like you couldn't tell like his stuff was produced from Alaska, but all his beats are from Alaska. Yeah, it's well. It's different here. It's it, it's again. It's that 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 sharp. It's metal sharpening. You're getting better because everyone is reaching out to where you're heading down to Atlanta. Somebody else is heading to Oakland. Somebody else is going here. Somebody somebody's going to see their cousin in Miami. So everybody's getting influenced by all of these different sounds, and they're melding together. So like so, my interaction uh, with hip hop began in the mid '90s in Germany. And so the crazy thing about the production there was that a lot of the producers uh, were Middle Eastern cats, right? Uh, And so their record collection looked a whole lot different than everybody else's record collection. So the samples sounded different. So so all kinds of like flutes and and just shit you're never going to hear from 800-year-old songs being chopped up, written, uh, written from a kid that was born in Iran, but he's rapping in German over samples okay. you know from really old that you, that you that, that you can't even pronounce yes <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. and that's and that's awesome that's that's the great thing that's one of my favorite things about anchorage is the diversity um is that when you listen to if you listen to hip-hop you're gonna hear a whole lot of different sounds it's not just gonna it you're going to have this cat. You're going to have this cat. There's just going to be a whole lot of different sounds and everybody is going everywhere to train. So like, it's like, like my man, Victor going down to, um, 
Denver to train um, with, you know, um, UFC professionals a couple of years ago uh, and then coming back and, and kind of working on the things that he learned and just getting better at what he does. Because in the winter, there's not shit else to do. Do you ever look at some of our professional fighters that come out of here, like um, Austin Vanderford? This dude is 9-0 and because there's nothing else to do in the winter but get good at whatever it is you like doing. 100%. And that's also like what Alaska producers, shit, it's so cold to go outside. You might as well be on free loops all day. <laughs> so is that what is that what you use? I use free loops, yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big free loops advocate. I'm a big free loops fan. I... Uh, you know, I stay with the, my studio setup isn't crazy. I have a laptop, I have KRKs, I have an interface, and I usually everything digital. I'm a click, I'm a click producer. I sample, I find the notes for the sample, then I pull it off. You know, what I mean, I'm not, I don't got no crazy funky fingers when it comes to notes and everything. Um, are there any producers? Well, first question is who inspired you production wise? Man. I'm gonna keep it real. I grew up off Just Blaze, Kanye West, um, um, Manny Fresh. It, you know, those guys, like how they flip samples and how they like made a sample their own was just a, amazing. I was mesmerized by blue, uh, the Blueprint and, you know, Kanye West production when I got younger. And when I first heard uh, Soldier Boy, I make a beat, I heard him making beats. I was really inspired for like, dang, if he can make beats, I can make beats. Good. So I got into Free Loops de- heavy, but like the 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 cats I really grew up to, like really crafting my sound around was like Cardo, Sledrin, Southside, TM88, Fuse808, um, Black Metaphor. And those are the guys that I kind of really crafted my, and, and, and Sonny, uh, Sonny, Sunny Digital too. Those are the guys I really crafted my sound around. I have no idea who any of those are. I just want to point out that I've got Kanye. Send me links, man. This is the, the <laughs> big part of this is the links at the bottom. Because if you're going to take the time to listen to the podcast, go go all the way down the rabbit hole with us and and okay. have fun. Expo play us some new music because um, one of the one of the folks uh, that I worked that I work with down here, uh, Dave Parrott. Um, he owns the uh, right and runs the 49th um, 49th State Audio Addicts big bass competition bass crew down here. I didn't realize how big like bass competitions are in Alaska, like like car shows, but but sound shows. I had no idea like that still existed, but it, it exists and it's a very big thing. Um, Alaska, Alaska got a big West Side culture, and I know that's big on like California and the Bay. And a lot of people like that type of stuff. Like I, I've been to one or two of them, but uh, it's it's interesting. It's, but it's it is own it is its own culture. Absolutely, but that's I mean that is a culture that that lends itself directly to what it is that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, me, me and me and Duck damn near got enough material to have an album. Me and Reader um, definitely have an album coming out. It should be out. A little, uh, we're trying to drop it on Halloween, but we don't know if it's going to happen. I, I got a question. Did you did you produce anything on the Slim Show? I did not produce anything on the Slim Show. I missed out on the Slim Show. Okay. 
Okay. Slim so I was going to say, I've definitely heard your stuff. Um, so which, um, so what did you do on the, the, the album after that? Let me get that. Let me pull that up real quick. Also, I, the, I, I did, I did stuff with duck before the slim show. He just didn't put, he hasn't put it out yet, uh, but I got, I got a uh, stuff on, um, I got stuff on the new album because I, I, I do a lot of work and I couldn't turn in a, a lot of beats to duck, but I did some stuff, the, some stuff on duck on his new album. I did money over here, but I got like, man, I got, but on the next album, I know you're about to drop. I got like seven tracks on it. Now, have you considered dropping your own project where it's it's your your uh, your production with different local MCs um, to do something with the, I don't know to to throw it up north to to Bishop Slice or Alaska Red or or even reaching out to uh, just different different MCs you haven't worked with. Uh. I want to work with a lot of different MCs. I don't know if a lot of different MCs want to work with me. Like I've shot out beats to the uh, end everyone. And at a time period, I didn't feel I was good enough, but I haven't done it like recently. I've been kind of just like getting paid to do whole projects. Um, I did one with Reader. I'm doing one with Shock. I got enough to do a project with Duck. I don't know if we're going to actually do a, a project. Pro- actually, no, I'm going to take that back. We're going to do a project together. Um, I've been working on, I've been working on actually getting beats in movies and cartoons. Like my goal is to get something on Adult Swim. So I've been trying to do that. Oh. I, I gotta, I gotta connect, but it's really, really shaky. But that's why I'm kind of focused on like less samples, getting better at making my own tunes and like cartoons, adult cartoons is what I'm really shooting to make mu- music for and commercials right now. So do you have, um, do you have a favorite cartoon? Man, I'm a I'm a cartoon junkie. I like anything like anything like crude Rick and Morty, American Dad uh, over Family Guys. I grew up on South Park. I mean, I got in trouble for working watching South Park all the time, and I still watched it to a point. My parents gave me gave gave up on punishing me for it and just like let me do it as long as I was good in school. So I watched South Park my whole life. Uh, it's that type of humor, that type of honest fucked up humor i i like it yeah i appreciate that um jacob do you have a a favorite adult swim cartoon venture brothers that they canceled it (laughs) (laughs) venture brothers was hard you seen primal i uh primal i have not seen primal it's really good it's like samurai jack just brutal (laughs) okay No, no dialogue at all a lot of music. I, I went. I, I definitely got to check out Primal. I was a mm-hmm. fan of Robot Chicken. Yeah, that. Robot Chicken. Robot <laughs> Chicken was some good shit. Robot Chicken's a classic. Uh, Robot Chicken. Chinclamation. That was yeah. um. That was one of those weird times that like you could get away with some real. I don't know what else to call it other than like punk rock shit on late night yeah. television. Like at the same time oh, that like. Rock. That that was that that was happening. BET Uncut was still a thing. Oh man, that was a good <laughs> shit. That was a good. Shout out, a- to, shout out to Joker, the Bail Bondsman. Yeah, the king of BET Uncut, man. The king of BET Uncut. Definitely shout out Joker, uh, the Bail Bondsman. Which which is a. By the way, I guess he uh, he got a, a production with um, uh, for Scarface. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 
Yes, he, yes, he, I've heard, I've heard about that. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard the song. The only thing I heard about Joker doing musically was he's definitely. Uh, I think he signed Fairview Treasy, or like he's doing a lot of work with Fairview Treasy, and Fairview Treasy is a dope ass artist. I'm not familiar with uh, Fairview Treasy. Fairview Treasy. I'll shoot, I'll, I'll shoot you his music, but that's the last musical thing I heard with a uh, uh, Joker on it. Oh yeah, I'm doing some music with Saint Dion too. Like he's a dope artist. I post his music on his page. Like me, me and him are working on some stuff. Like that's my that's that's my little bro, little bro right there, man. I just been I've been so booked up on like stuff that I try to get work done for all the people that I that book me or, or paid me to do is do stuff before I try to do new projects. And like he is like definitely on my on my list. Like I'm gonna be knocking out a five piece with him. Yeah, so um, so I sent Saint Dion's record down to uh, to my my fifteen year old son in Texas, who yeah. by the way thinks my taste in music is fucking terrible. <laughs> he hates it. Oh, he hates everything about it. I put a, yeah. Oh, he hates it. It's great. Um, but I sent this to him, and I was like, I really like this. Tell me what you think. And then he, yeah, um, he said it's fire, no cap. His words. That. You know, it's funny. I met Saint Dion. Um, I used to DJ at this strip club called Cherries, and uh, we tried to set up an Al's bar for my homeboy Sule. And one thing he wanted to do was he wanted to play local music. And I made a Facebook post about local music, and this kid kept on hitting me up out of nowhere. Just he blew up my email, and I wasn't ignoring him. I was just busy. Then one day. I was stuck on, I had a total beat block. I opened up my email and it's Saint Dion. And I played the shit and I really liked it. And we linked up, I introduced him to the studio and we've been working on stuff ever since. But like, yeah, he's one of my favorite artists right now. His it, song it, Media is really good. Um, his song yeah. Media is the one that, that really kind of sticks out to me um, on that record. But it's one. Of, it's a record that you can drive around and enjoy your time in your car. If you have, a good system, right? And that's um, and and that's key, like being able to enjoy the music in your car in a way that you can enjoy it. If you're if your shit's dialed in, like if you spend, if you're the kind of cat that spends money on 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 a car stereo, and you enjoy just chill music, like that's it's very relaxing. Like he he makes just good music. Have you heard uh, Nobody in Heaven? Um, is that, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't that's know. His, that's his that's his project that he dropped. Um, that was the yeah no um yeah nobody in heaven yes I was listening that's that one I was listening today with media on it media was like the third song. That that project's really 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 good. Yeah, um yeah so media was the second song on there but um yeah it was it was it was different it's it. It didn't sound like anyone else, but it sounded familiar, if that makes sense. He gives me Kanye vibes, like Kanye before he went crazy. That's why I like him. Well, at the same time, it was there were also kind of Kendrick vibes. Yeah, um, they give me Kendrick vibes. Too. It's like, but it's it's good energy. Like that's the thing. It's like it's not like it's bad energy. And everybody who like I've been it, there, there's not a lot of artists I get hit up about. But Saint Theon is one of the artists I've been hit up about, and so I'm talking to him tomorrow. I'm I'm excited to do that. Um, no, he's he's definitely he's. De 
he's definitely an up and coming artist. He's definitely has a lot of potential. I think uh, a lot of people slept on him because he wasn't trying to be traditional, but him bringing him around uh, a different group of people, more people are acknowledging him because like for a while in Alaska, it was like, if he wasn't making cliche gangster rap, you know, typical cliche, don't switch it up, gangster rap, uh, no one was acknowledging you. But like, I think there's a new era of artists with the Skatey P's, the Darius, the St. Dion's, the Fairview Treesies, the uh, uh, the Fairview Hunters, you know, all those, uh, Dante, you know, um, and you know, Jay Simmons, all that people are bringing a new wave and they're killing like the stereotype where Alaska doesn't have quality music. And a lot of them cats are just, I figured, I, I feel like someone's going to get signed out of here in a year. I, I look at a year, someone's going to pick someone up. It's um, it's the same reason we make great fighters and great athletes. There's, there's a reason that a dude from Juno can make it to the NBA, and it's because there's nothing else to do in the winter. 100%. Like, um, yeah. And that's what it's I... Like- Alaska gets slept on. Uh, and, and the numbers always get skewed when it gets translated. In in the world of, of martial arts, it can be uh, someone with a, a record. It, it can be the, the record says it's this and this, but on a, on a different site, it's this and this. Um, everything gets lost in the translation. Um, and then if you, like, let's say you have SoundCloud, right? How many people do you actually interact with that you didn't intera- uh, interact with uh, the day before? Uh, how many people did you actually have the opportunity to interact with that you didn't oper- uh, interact with on the on uh, the day before, because there's only so many places you can go. At least if you lived in a place like um, uh, on the East Coast, you can travel. It's easier to travel and get around. But we create. We're very great at uh, at creating our own bubble, and um, and thank God for the internet, and thank God for um, for for the Chirins. Um, who are figuring out that they can get their shit out there to the rest of the world like that. The internet is still such a beautiful thing. The the internet has made the whole world local. Yeah. It's, um, it's how you can, you can link up with a, a, a rapper in, uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's, you know, or, or some fucking cool spot in Peru. Um, but yeah, you have the opportunity to do that. Some cat in, I don't know, Germany. Like Insta- you, it's beautiful. Insta- Instagram has been a blessing. Uh, uh, a blessing to me from like, I don't, I mean, like some rappers that I, I feel like a lot of rappers that I listen to, Instagram has been a blessing to me where like they've actually hit me up in my DMs. And like one thing about Instagram that's crazy, like you can get like, you could drop a beat on Instagram and get 26 listens to it, but the people that are listening to it will be you'll be surprised. And like, I go back in my list and I see people that are listening to it, and I'd be like, Nah, this is a joke. Then they'd be like, Joking, this is a joke and everything. Then like, I look at my DMs and they'd be like, Hey, keep doing it, or Hey, we should collab. And I'm like, Wow, this dude. It's, it's, you know, I mean, Instagram is amazing. It's it, like social. The whole social media thing is crazy. Oh, oh, absolutely. I've had the opportunity to, um, to interview, um, artists and athletes that I'm like, I'm really into their shit. 
and you know kind of expand on it and learn more about the things that i'm interested in like uh, I'm, I'm only rocking on the free version of zoom because it's the shit um but i i'd really like to talk to you about um about the devil's lettuce right uh um, oh, that's what i was good what's up yeah yeah so <laughs> I, I i'd love to sit down and and um you know i think we could probably do a cool strain review uh some fun strain reviews I'm down. Uh, What's your favorite strain right now? See, I okay. So, I love honey banana, and and I'm and my oh, thing man. is, so honey banana is one of one of my favorites. Green crack, um, green crack is the very first strain that I tried, and I was like, I'm this is this is it. This is I, I get it, I get it, um, and I, and uh, and I got it. Um, I made a donation. At Charlo Greens, uh, Alaska Cannabis Club, uh, my green crack. That I mean, that was they had three different strains. My mind was blown. Ah, and and here's where we're at now. We are now at a place where Chef Bombshell has her own food. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing that I like seeing people come from the black market into you know the legit market uh, no, no no can we can we get away from that word like when we say black market it sounds bad unregulated sure absolutely that's what it is it's an unregulated market but now but now we get but now we get to see the ingredients now she gets to say it, it and by the way chef bombshell is the shit she is chef, bom- chef bombshell food. So Chef Bombshell is the shit, and she's the reason I one of the reasons I have a job right now. She was uh she was my secret recommendation, my secret reference. Like she didn't even tell me she referred me for a job for a management position at a weed store. And I didn't know until I got the interview and I thanked her afterwards. But yes, she is the shit. Yeah. And and edibles are wonderful. So like and the edible market is just gonna get better. And we will talk about that another time because I'm running out of my free Zoom. DJ Savvy, thank you so much for your time. We will include all of your links in the description below. Uh, Jacob, Siri, thank you so much for your time. We will do this again, gentlemen. Man, Nice meeting you, bro. Nice meeting you too, man. Stay safe. All right. Have a great evening. All right, peace.